Welcome to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. The podcast that you're about to listen to is the lightly added audio from a video for the Daily Summation that I put on YouTube and Rumble on the Kurt's Religion and Politics channels. If you want to check them out, you can do that there. But if you want to just go ahead and listen to the audio, which as I say, I've edited to take out a bunch of the annoying pauses and so forth, you can listen to it here. Thanks for tuning in and now on with the podcast. Good morning and welcome to the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. Today is the uh, Thursday, the 22nd of October of 2020. I am your host. I am Kurt. I'm glad to see, uh, to have you tune in this morning. If you're coming in on Rumble, if you're coming in on YouTube or on, on the podcast, by all means, welcome aboard. Hope you're doing well today. Today I wanted to talk about a subject of a blog post, obviously, and it was... Uh, the title of the blog post was Christianity Standards and Principles. And uh, I can sum things up really quickly, but I'm going to hold off on doing that for just a minute. Uh, what I want to do is 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 kind of explain something that I think a lot of people are missing at this point. And that thing is this. People have, for a very long time, worked out ways that they believed that they that they considered things worked and so forth and there's always room when a person when an individual does that for them to adjust their perspective over the course of time that's something that you expect is probably going to happen with most people it's just something we know is very likely, right? Somebody's going to decide that this is the way to do things. For example, I used to be one of those people who sped around like a madman when I was when I was driving, and I came to the conclusion that that really wasn't a great idea for a variety of reasons, not the least of which being that it makes you unpredictable, and so people around you have to try and figure out how to adjust to your way of driving. So I'm very consistent in the way I do that these days. Well, that's normal personal beliefs, and that's fine and great, right? Uh, comparatively, though, there are things that the ostensible origins of are not natural. They are, quote, supernatural. This is the way people will put it. And you'll hear a bunch of different groups of people who will espouse this idea about what they believe. So, uh, Buddhists, uh, Muslims, Christians, Jews, uh, Sikhs, and various others believe in the... With Buddhists, it's a little bit sort of dicier, a little bit more interesting to explain. But with most of them, what happens is they have this higher power in which they believe. They hold that this higher power exists and that this higher power passes down um, not laws necessarily, it can be laws, but certainly directions for how to live life and, and, and explanations of what life is and so forth from on high, from their, from their position above that which is natural, right? Christianity is no exception to this, obviously. In fact, they're a really good example of this. And here's the thing. 
<clears throat> is it possible for those directions to change over time? Well, the argument is that between what happened with the Jews and what happened, what happened with the Christians, they believe in ostensibly the same God, right? Yet they were told to, they were to behave and so forth. They, let's just put it this way. You can at least make the argument that they live under different covenants, that they're, that they're not under the same agreement with that God. Okay. That said, though, there is a tendency to look at that and, and, and try and say that as a result, it's possible for something that's pretty much written on the page to change. Now, let's be fair. It's very obvious that people can get things wrong. They have, I, in my mind, the Crusades, regardless their intent to do right, uh, were at least in some part, I believe, incorrect in the way things were handled. The, the Spanish Inquisition, the same, and any, any number of other things. So it's not that people don't get things wrong, and I'm not trying to say that. But what I am saying is this. Just because people can get things wrong doesn't mean something stops meaning what it means and stops saying what it says. <clears throat> so, by way of example, there are a bunch of people out there who claim to be homosexual, who claim to be gay, who claim to love and want sexual relations with people of the same sex as themselves. That's the easiest way I know to explain it. The fact of the matter is there are, there are multiple places in the Bible in which it speaks about this, and in no place that it speaks about this is it a positive or reasonable, reasonably considered thing. It is considered, in fact, to be sinful in nature. Okay. Now, I have to throw in my disclaimer here because a lot of people, when they hear that, go, oh, here we go. Well, let me help you to understand. The fact that something is sinful for the Christian doesn't mean we toss rocks at you. It doesn't mean we even, uh, you know, toss bad words at you. You may think sinful is a bad word. It's a measurement tool. It is a way to say somebody has fallen short of an expectation, and that's it. Okay? Now, between you and God, that's an entirely different thing. But between you and me, the reality is... I'm not going to throw rocks at you. I'm not going to uh, tell you what a horrible, repugnant human being you are. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that you can't live your life largely as you choose to do so. Obviously, you have the concerns over whether or not something you're doing is legal or, or, or people are going to accept it. But the point is, from my perspective, if you choose to be gay, that's totally your right as far as I'm concerned. I don't agree with you. I don't believe what you're doing is correct, and I do believe it is sinful. Now, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that if that's true, it's also true that Christianity cannot support the idea of unions between marriages, between people of the same sex. It can't do that. It has no place for that. The idea that those people are acting sexually, uh, you know, is sinful when they do so with another human being that is of the same sex, makes it so that there's just no way that you could talk about marriage under such a circumstance, since that's the basis for marriage, is the creation of family, as it were, right, and the propagation of the species go forth and multiply, right? So, now, let's be clear on a couple of things. 
That said, what we're not, what I'm not saying, let's, let me not speak for anybody else. Let me just speak for myself. What I'm not saying is that Christian, Christianity by necessity ought to be ensconced in law. As it happens in the United States, it, there's a strong argument for the fact that the moral and underpinning of the United States happens to be Christianity. That said, there's not a requirement for it to be ensconced in law. It's, there's, there's no requirement for that. And in fact, I argue that marriage, that, that legal marriage and Christian marriage are not the same thing. If they were, how could Jews, how could Islamic folks, how could atheists get married in the legal sense? So I don't believe that that's a fair, that it's fair to say that they're the same thing. I don't really believe that the law ought to have any involvement in marriage, even though I understand that there are things like uh, div division of assets, uh, and uh, uh, child care and so forth that figure in that. I don't think that's something that you have to determine through legality. You can just do legal guardianship. You can just do legal ownership of things, and you can argue that two people have have joint ownership and that two people have joint guardianship or that one person has a, a unique guardianship or whatever. So I don't think you need to do that from a legal perspective, Right. In all of this, the point is this, though. Christianity doesn't change because people want it to. So the Pope says gay marriage is fine. Well, that's fine. The Pope isn't the arbiter of what the, the Bible says about being gay and about, and about Christian marriage. He's just not. And that's not just the Pope. That's true. I don't care what group you are, pastor, priest, preacher, whatever you happen to call them. I don't care what group you're among. They're not the arbiter of that. Government is not the arbiter of that, cannot be the arbiter of that. And the fact that some person, myself included, says that something is true or false about what Christianity says, what the, what the doctrines and tenets of Christianity say, what the, uh, what did I say, the standards and principles of Christianity are, the fact that somebody says that they're this as opposed to that, that's not something you should take away from that person. You should go and look for yourself and find out what your beliefs say or what a particular given individual set of beliefs say. And that should be in line with, in my view, the scripture and the, the indwelling of the Spirit of God in a given individual. All right, I'm about out of time, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, sign off very quickly here. I just wanted to wish you a good day. I wanted to hope to see you again on tomorrow. That would be Friday, the 23rd of October of 2020. Uh, again, we're into the fall weather and things seem to be looking okay. We're doing a little bit more cloudiness than I'd like, but that's life. And we've actually had really pleasant temperatures here in my area. I hope you are doing well. I, uh, I hope things are going good for you. We're headed really quickly into the weekend, and I hope you have a good weekend, though I should see you before that. Thanks again for listening, whether you're on YouTube, Rumble, or you're on the podcast, which I know I haven't really done a great job of uh, promoting. Uh, I will hopefully see you again tomorrow. Hope you have a great, great day. Thanks for watching this video. Remember that you can like the video on YouTube and you can give me a rumble on Rumble if you want to do that. Uh, of course, you can also subscribe to my channel on both YouTube and Rumble. The channel would be Kurt's Religion and Politics. Uh, if you want to see more of my content, you can go to various places. The first of those places would be my blog. That's blogs.kpschubert.com. blogs.kpschubert.com. If you want to follow me on uh, Twitter, 
um, parlororminds.com. You can look for my handle. I am at KP Schubert. That is at K-P-S-H-U-B-E-R-T. Uh, you can also see my Facebook page. That also is Kurt's Religion and Politics. Uh, I have, obviously, a YouTube and a Rumble account. Uh, my page, uh, my uh, channels on those accounts, pages, channels, whatever you want to call them, is Kurt's Religion and Politics. Um, I have... Uh, also, uh, if you want to support me, a Patreon account. I am Kurt's Religion and Politics there. Thank you for looking at my stuff. Remember, you can subscribe. Remember, you can click notifications on the YouTube to make sure you're notified for, uh, for new content. Uh, again, thanks for coming to visit my channel. Thanks for watching this video, and you have a great day. You've just been listening to the Daily Summation Podcast from Kurt's Religion and Politics. As I say at the intro, this is a uh, lightly edited audio from a video that I put on YouTube and Rumble that you can check out there. Uh, and I take out the pauses and so forth here, and it's basically the same content, except that you don't obviously get the video. Uh, I hope you have enjoyed what you've heard. Let me know if you have any com comments or whatever that you might want for me to, to get. Thanks for listening, and by all means, come back again tomorrow, and you'll almost certainly get another one of the Daily Summation podcasts. Thanks for listening. Bye.